Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello everybody and welcome to Club Deck Corner here on Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. This is the first time that we've actually went live with a podcast on YouTube, so this might be an absolute disaster, it might not be, but you don't know until you try. Uh, so I am your host, Scott Carney, and it's never a quiet week when you're a, when you're a Rangers fan, but first off, Ali Pearson, how you doing mate? Not bad, just scorching in my, in my living room again, <laughs> it's absolutely roasting, but just I'll deal with it, it's fine. Yeah, Club at 22 uh, it seems to be the podcast that we just do podcasts when it's absolutely boiling outside and we, we picked the hottest rooms to do it and this front room is absolutely roasting. But anyway, Jamie Lowe, you're also joining us. How's it going, mate? I'm good, yeah, good, enjoying this weather. Sad that Scotia's not here, though, because he'd, he'd be taxed no, actually. Yeah, probably, he probably would be tops off to be fair, um, which is pretty disgusting. Nobody really wants to think about that. But yes, uh, we are here to go through quite a number of things um, with Rangers this week. Uh, and we're also going to preview the, the Alash game. We won't be previewing the old firm. We'll bring you a, a special on Saturday morning. Um, same as the last club preview we did for the county game. It seemed to do really, really well. And we got some good feedback about it. So we're going to continue on with that. Um, it's probably because you were hosting, Ali, to be honest. Everybody liked it because it wasn't used to hearing my voice all the time. Probably was, to be fair. <laughs> um, but yes, so we'll jump into, obviously, uh, the, the main news to, to get started with is obviously Rangers confirming that there's been positive COVID tests within their testing, um, the kind of testing structure that they do. So on Tuesday evening, Rangers released a statement on the club website that said Rangers can confirm that during our testing schedule, we have received positive COVID-19 tests. Those identified as positive are now in self-isolation along with close contacts. We have followed best practice in our procedures and protocols. From the outset of the pandemic, Rangers have worked closely with the Scottish Government and the Scottish Football to ensure the health of our staff is protected at all times, we will continue to do so. So this obviously spurred uh, the the Rangers Twitter going into full meltdown, as you would expect, the obligatory WhatsApp messages getting fired about, about who had it and who didn't have it. So all we do know for definite is that Gerard has not travelled and that Bill and Gary Mack will take the team for tomorrow night. Now, the squad was um, leaked, um, if you like. I don't know if it's really leaked. I think it's just been uh, released. And it's Arfield, Aribo, Balligan, Barisic, Davis, Goldson, Hadji, Halander, Hogarth, Itton, Kamara, Kelly, Lowry, Lyle, McClellan, McCrory, McKinnon, Morelos, Patterson and Wright. And 
based on what I heard from Heart and Hand, that right is Kieran Wright and not Scott Wright. Again, none of this is fully confirmed, so it is going to be a bit of speculation. However, what we do know is that uh, McGregor's not travelled, McLaughlin, Tav, Bassey, Kent and Scott Wright, of the ones that you would have expected to travel, day ones have not travelled. Now, we don't know if it's COVID for all of them, Um some of them may be knocks. Some of this may have been planned from the start. We've got to remember who we're going to play and where we're going to play and kind of the week that, that's coming up for Rangers. We don't know for definite. There is a press conference tonight at 7pm, um, which should hopefully um, confirm it all. We would have done this podcast later on, but we're not 100% sure what's going to get confirmed in that podcast and uh, that press conference even. So, Ali, it's not ideal um, <laughs> in the week that we have coming up, but... Based, we'll base it on what we have for Alash Kerr. There is still a strong enough squad out there to be able to deal with Alash Kerr. Yeah, and it's a huge week for us coming up. And this was always going to happen. See, with everything opening up in terms of you can go back, it's semi normal to what it was pre COVID again, in terms of you can go out and do stuff. It was always going to happen, to be honest. This and I just didn't want it to happen this week, to be honest. <laughs> it's uh, it's not ideal, especially a big European tie and obviously the other side of the city coming on Sunday. But nah, looking at that squad, that's that's enough to beat that team over there on Thursday. I, I know it's going to be, I know we're moaning about being roasting here, but it's to be like 37 over there <laughs> on Thursday. So it'll be absolutely scorching there. But the only thing is he may have to play pretty much the same team for Thursday, Sunday, if it is just those players available. The only ones you would see coming in for Sunday would be Roof. Um, he might change the centre-backs in terms of Balogun, Holanda. That's the only things I could really see. But no, it's, to, to me, it's, it's strong enough. It's um, a couple of players missing that a lot of folk have moaned about um, in the team, i.e. Kent, Tav. But I think they're big players, especially for Sunday coming up. So no, it's disappointing, but... It is what it is, and we need to, that's a strong enough team to deal with Thursday and Sunday as well. So we'll just need to see what happens with it. Yeah, Jamie, we don't actually know for sure if any of the players actually have COVID. We've just, we, well, obviously, there's been a positive test. And uh, as I say, it's no longer a bubble. Um, so I suppose one of them probably has tested positive, but there's a lot of close contacts, obviously, as well. So we don't know how many are confirmed and how many are not confirmed. As I say, the only thing we know for certain right now is that Stephen Gerrard hasn't travelled with the team. So you would presume that it's, um, it's he's been told to, to isolate. But... I think Ali's right. This is always going to happen, mate, once the world opened back up. Yeah, it could, couldn't have come at a worse moment, could it? Um, we're a wee bit of a dip in form um, in such an important week coming up, obviously, was looking to, to qualify for Europe. Um, obviously, the first thought is, as, as you say, we don't we don't know who has picked up um, COVID for sure and who hasn't, but I guess the first thought is um, with the players and their families and and. You know, we hope that they get back to, to full health really quickly. Um, I'm hopeful, like you say, though, we've got enough quality avail- available um, for tomorrow to go and get the job done. Um, and as, as you're saying there, Ali, um, it's more than likely we're going to need to call on them again come Sunday. So um, really unfortunate, but I guess, like you say, we'll maybe get more details at, at 7 o'clock. The only thing I would say on it is it, it might galvanise this Rangers team. I mean, we've not, well, been, we've, not, we've not been playing overly well. I, I thought we did play well at Ross County, to be fair. 4-2 wasn't a reflection on the game. Two poor goals for Ross County, one was a penalty. But I could see this working as a positive for Rangers in terms of I think it could galvanise us for two big games and then you go into a two-week break in terms of international break. So I think it could work as a positive in the way the way Rangers season has gone so far. Well, I said my thought about it was as well that the best we've probably played was against Dunfermline, and that was a much changed squad. So it doesn't exactly mean it's the kind of <laughs> the end of the road really for us, or that we're not going to be able to perform in these next two matches. Again, we don't know the full details of it. I, I'm not sure about the after the, the this initial period's done, whether you can then have a negative test and somebody can come back again for the weekend. I say, I don't know the way it's actually structured now. I would like to think if they're now tested again going forward, um, they will be available for Sunday. Um, I think that's uh, 
the most sensible thing. But again, we can't look too far forward. We do have tomorrow night to deal with. Uh, but I mean, it was always going to happen. This is just unfortunate that, that it's came right now. What's that famous song? Uh, you don't know what you've got until it's COVID. Um, it seems to be the way that it is anyway, because I am a wee bit... I was shocked when I seen it. Um, but look, the club are probably doing the best that they probably can to stop things like this from happening. But you can't you can't control it. You can't control the players not going out and kind of living their life. So, Jamie, I'll come back to you. Um going to be a big week for McCrory if this turns out to be the case anyway Do you know I was actually just about to say that I mean I agree as in it could galvanise the squad but it's going to be a massive it's going to be a massive game and let's be honest I mean in the first tie or the first leg of the tie um, it, it wasn't a particularly busy match for McGregor and it shouldn't be a busy match for McCrory but still a big game um, really really important and then of course on to, on to Sunday but um, he's had experience out on loan uh, over the past few seasons, so a really good opportunity for him to go and stamp his place, just like a lot of the other youngsters have done in, in Patterson and Bassey recently. So, yeah, hopefully he relishes it. Yeah, Ali, it's time for some players to pick up their game, and it's also a massive chance for some people that might not even have been considered for both games this, this week um, to prove themselves. Yeah, I don't have a worry about McCrory going in. This isn't a guy that's not played first team football. He's been out and loan at Livingston. He's played. He's he's played for us in um, pre season as well. So I don't worry about McCrory playing in goal. I really don't. And I see I seen a way back to when Shagger got his breakthrough at Rangers. It was when we had um, was it Charbonnier and was it Kloss at the time that were both injured Kloss, yeah. and, and he and he had to come in at the time and obviously well, <laughs> you see what happened with McGregor in terms of his career with Rangers. So. Yeah, I think he'll be buzzing McCrory. I really will. I think boys like Parson, who more than capable of coming in at right back for Tav. A lot of people have been screaming this season to actually play him ahead of Tav. Mm-hmm. He'll be buzzing to take his chance, as he did last season when Tav was injured. So, now it's a big chance for a lot of lads to, to stake a claim. And it's not a weakened team. I mean, it isn't a weakened team. The midfield, midfield three, we can kind of pick from what we want. And then up top, your big one is Ryan Kent. You're missing. I know we'll talk about the Celtic game coming in, but he's a big miss. And Scott Wright in terms of pace, because without the two, we don't really have that pace. I know Patterson can bomb forward, but middle to front, even Morelos, there's not much pace in that team. So they may have to play a slight, slightly different tactics, Rangers. Yeah. So our first official comments came in, lads. Um, Afternoon, lads. Has there been any official report on who has been infected? No, um, there hasn't. This is purely speculation on our part um, of what we know so far. As I said, the only absolute definite is that Gerard didn't travel. That's the only thing that we, we know for sure. So you would presume um, it's it's not an injury for Gerard, put it that way. So it has to be has to be down to COVID because there's obviously been nothing else released by the club to say it was personal or anything else like that, which you would expect. So yeah, we, we're we going to have to wait. As I said, there will be a press conference tonight. It is scheduled for 7pm. Um, by the way, did you see the picture of the facilities over there? No, I've not seen it yet. No. No. Oh my goodness, it is it shocking. I don't know. I don't know if the, I don't know how true they are to be honest. But the, the one of the picture of the gym, I've never seen it before in my life. Same as the the changing rooms, like the it's like a community, uh, like a community centres dressing room, like where you used to go for like play fives and that in school. It's oh, it doesn't look great at all. And they're saying there's one stand and the rest is kind of houses that look on the back to it. doesn't look like the best of pitches. But yeah, as I say, we're going to need to wait and see for, for confirmation from the club uh, exactly about what it is. But as I say, the only thing we do know for sure is some players haven't travelled and Gerard won't be there. So we'll have to wait and see. We'll keep an eye on our socials as well. Obviously, we'll retweet everything and anything as soon as we see it um, that comes from a reliable source or, or from the club themselves. So keep your eye out for that. So we'll move on, lads. Uh, and just before we get into the rest of it, just before we came on air there, um, my Gels have released a uh, sorry, Rangers have released an email for my Gels members in regards to getting tickets for the upcoming Old Firm. 
So there's going to be a limited number of tickets that will go on sale. Um, it will be Friday morning, uh, the 27th of August, at the following time. Silver, non-season ticket holder, MyJers members can purchase from 9am. Bronze, non-season ticket holder, MyJers members can purchase from 10am on Friday morning. There's a maximum of one ticket can be purchased which, with each MyJers membership. So, uh, Jamie, you, you actually sent this over to me. This is Celtic's allocation, I think. <laughs> Looks like it, yeah. Um, good to see that, you know, we've spoken about my jars a couple of times now, so good to see, um, certainly for, for those that are non-season ticket holders, um, getting some form of, of benefit. I don't know how many members there are that are non-season ticket holders, so um, I'd imagine they'll be snapped up quite quickly, but um, good good to see that, you know, another that's exactly what we're looking for as in from my jars those sort of benefits and that ticket access so good luck to anybody um in the ballot yeah hopefully it's a wee bit more reliable than it has been so far Ali yeah it's um I don't know how many will be silver members because you need a fair amount of points to be a silver to be in the silver member tier I mean I'm just in the silver member tier so interested to see how many are there but how are you yeah. in the silver member tiers? That because you bought so many friendly tickets, so many staunch points. Actually. I saw <laughs> <as well. laughs> so it does actually. That's <laughs> how so he's cheating the Scotch, system. Scotch is in the silver now as well because he bought that Enemies and House package thing, so he's up in oh, silver as well. So uh, they see they've seen him coming, but um, no, I think it's a good. I think it's a good thing. At least the majors is you're starting to see, as Jamie says, the the benefits for guys that don't have season tickets and they get a chance to go to an old firm, which is there's never any. Um, general sale tickets at all for it. It's um, no, it's really good. I mean, I'm trying to think the last time that we played them and there was no Celtic fans there. I seen on, and it was a uh, it was a full house of, of Rangers fans. I'm, I, I think it, I don't think mm. it may have been open goal. I think while I was watching it today, while I was working, um, it was a Pomex Day was playing. I'm sure uh, the time it happened. Or was it John Collins? John Collins scored a free kick or something. Ibrooks. Oh, was it? Was it not when they ripped the seats up at Ibrooks or something? It must have been then. I think it yeah, was. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. what twenty years ago, maybe. Yeah, it was, it was a way back maybe in the nineties. Yeah, no, I remember. Eighteen years yeah. ago. Here's here's a comment, Ali, that will give you the fear. Um, should Junior uh, Junior Pacuna get a start? I'm presuming that's against the against Celtic. I was actually thinking about that today, Junior Pacuna, because he's not played since June, but. I'd put him on the bench, see if he's fit enough. Not obviously not Thursday, I won't be in the squad for that. But for, for Sunday, if he's fit enough, I'd put him on the bench. I really would. Um gives us another option, even if he can come on for 15, 20 minutes end of the game, depending on how the game's going. From what I've seen, he's a type of guy that can play that that pass. He's got a wee bit of magic. So if he's fit enough, why not put him on the bench? But as Gerard did. Allude, he's not kicked a ball since June, which is a couple of months ago. But you seen with Sakala that he came in, stayed in the hotel for 14 days, whatever it was, and he came in and played a blinder. So I'd put him on the bench, definitely, yeah, as an option. Yeah, well, I suppose I didn't expect that to spawn from you. I expected that to give you the fear, <laughs> mate, to be honest. Jamie, he may not have a choice. He might have to play him on the bench, considering who we, who we might not have. I agree. I think if, um, as Ali says, if he's if he's fit enough to, to be there, and whether it's a, a cameo off the bench for for ten fifteen minutes at the end, then then why not why not have the option as opposed to um, potentially not filling it? So yeah, I don't see why not. I actually thought it was going to be Lundstrom related when you, you started that question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's Ali not starting on Sunday. No chance. He might. I, guess, he, I, guess. I, oh, might. I, I think he might. I don't know. I don't know. Christ, I don't know the, the, the pace of an old firm for him. Oh God! Baptism of fire, though, isn't it? You, you, you kind of, oh. you, you sink or you could, swim. Could, really. could be, could be, could be the making of him if he does start Lindstrom. Yeah, yeah. I think predicting the next couple of teams is going to be pretty hard work anyway, considering we don't actually know for sure what's um, what's going on. I probably not even ask you for a. I start an eleven for tomorrow night because it's pretty much could, picked itself. Think, yeah, you could pick it. I think the only one would be is Holland, Holland and Balogun are both there, aren't they? Mm-hmm. That's probably yeah. the only one you would put. I think Balogun will play, but I, that's the only one I would say is between probably. I think the rest picks mm-hmm. itself. 
yeah, I think the rest of us pick itself. There's not really much depth there now. <laughs> to be honest, I did, yeah. I did actually, I did actually think the the myth, the legend that is um, Andy Firth might um, mm. finally get a chance in that Rangers goal, or even I, on the I, bench. No matter how much I love Andy Firth, he's ca- he's cannon <laughs> fodder, man. That's all he is. He just stands in a goal. Best job in football. Oh, the best job in the world, mate. I would do that job for half his oh. price, honestly. No problem at all. Uh, I'm not Sco- a goalkeeper anyway. I think, think Scotia actually did say that Andy Firth's sort of main role at Rangers is actually as a coach, to be honest, rather mm. than a player as well. So, yeah, it would have been good if he came on and saved a day or something on Sunday. That'd be brilliant. That'd be, what's that story? That would be but. No, they've obviously put a young boy on the bench behind uh, McCrory, so that's fair enough. Yeah, so as I say, we're still obviously quite unsure about... I was going to be McCrory. I've, I don't think I've got any yeah. doubts about that, that it'll be McCrory if McLaughlin and um, McGregor aren't there. But anyway, uh, gentlemen, we will move on to quite a serious matter um, that the club acted pretty swiftly on. So um, the video circulated on Sunday of a supporters bus. Uh, they were singing a, a racist song about Celtic's new Japanese forward. The club took very swift action um, into this and released the following statement. Rangers can confirm that an investigation is now complete in regard to a video circulating in social media yesterday. The individuals involved have been identified and will be banned indefinitely from all Rangers games. Furthermore, the RSC of which they were members and travelled with to the game have been banned from receiving ticks tickets for future fixtures um, so Michael Stewart would have to believe that Rangers don't act quickly uh, with stuff to this um, this couldn't have been any quick, any quicker from the club and the message Jamie is rather rather strong yeah um, the, vid- the videos were, were horrible um, so yeah a strong stance was needed by the club it was required and um, as you say really, really quick and swift and just a message, I guess, to everybody that um, that type of behaviour just won't be tolerated. Um, so, yeah, kudos to the club for, for coming out and, and being really um, firm with that action. I will say I, I feel sorry for um, some of the other members in, in that supporters club. Um, there'll be some that didn't even set foot on that bus and I guess they're also being punished um, as a result of the actions of others, which... Um, is a shame, but as I say, a, a strong, a strong message was was needed. Yeah, I, I, I commend the club for it. To be honest, the way that they managed it, and the way they, they took such a, a swift action. Um, I, I, for one, I'm not a hundred percent sure that that supporters club deserved punished for the, the certain people's actions. I know it's obviously hard to differentiate who was and who wasn't singing the song and anything else like that. But I can completely understand why the club have decided to do it. Um, this has to be stopped. It has to be stamped out of the game and out of society in general. It's we can't stand here and um, plead the plead the cause for the the Glen Kamara case that happened, and then basically slap ourselves in the face with the same defence that we've just went and done. It's not. It's not on. Um, Ali, your thoughts on the club's action with us? That's bang on, to be honest. You can't be doing that. Ugh. I mean, it happens all the time in these supporters' buses and everywhere up and down the country, all clubs around the UK, but it shouldn't happen. It's How how you get rid of it, I, I don't know, to be honest. Alcohol involved too doesn't help, but stupid. And to film it and then put it on social media, and you're really shooting yourself in the foot. It's it's stupidity, and it's the, the club are, were right to come out straight away and, and, and ban them. I'd assume they've probably taken their, if they've got season tickets, taken their season tickets off them as well. But it's um, it's not it's not a good look. It's not a good look. And I mean, you talk about that, that the guy they were abusing, who's just moved to this country from Japan. He's only been here what a month or something at Celtic. He's doing not too bad across the other side of the city. I'm big enough to admit that. And it's it's not nice for him to. He's only been in a city for a month and he's already been racially abused and. I'll tell you what, if I was if I was that wee guy playing against Rangers on Sunday, it would give me a, a big motivation. Not that he probably needs it to to go out and put a form, performance in against us. And it's um yeah, it's just stupidity for the guys that did it. And I agree with Jamie and yourself in terms of that supporters club, good guys in that supporters club have, have been punished for certain individuals' um stupidity. And I did see they, they released a statement today, that supporters club basically saying 
they agree with the actions of of Rangers in terms of how how they've done it, and they'll they'll work with the club going forward if they can try and get back to some sort of relationship with Rangers. But yeah, they, they didn't mump and moan about it at all. They took it in a chin and went, yeah, that, that's exactly what should happen. Yeah. I think it was. I think it was important for the club to to send a very strong message in regards to this because it's it's not on. Um, it really isn't. There's absolutely no place for it in football, and there's no place for it in society. In my mind, and you're hundred percent right, mate. Um, what kind of what kind of place does this boy think he's he's moved to? Um, but again. Abuse like that, and he's not even played against Rangers yet. Yeah. Not that that, not that that would justify yeah. the, the the song or anything like that. But I mean, yeah, it's um, stupidity. Yes, it's all just all a wee bit too much, and I think it's just best that we close the door on that. And um, the, the club have took the action that they they wanted they wanted to do. So I'm, I stand by the club's decision. I really do. I, I think it was the right thing to do. Um, actually, I can understand why people may think it's harsh for a supporters club, but yeah, I mean, the club have took the action that they seemed fit and I don't think it's to say that they, the club will never, ever receive, um, that supporters club will never, ever receive tickets again. I think if they work closely with the club, I think they probably will. Um, but they, they've been going for a lot of years, that club, so they're a well-established supporters club. So it's a shame it's happened to them. But this is what the club are going to have to do when these <clears throat> idiots, let's be honest, decide that they're going to film themselves singing racist songs and try and uh, drag our, our club through the mud. It's just not on. Right, we'll leave that there, gentlemen. Uh, we'll move on to... A more positive bit of uh, a bit of a bit of stuff to talk about, and that's Rangers uh, v Ross County uh, for the weekend. Um, so Rangers return almost back to form, almost back to form. Well, still a wee bit shaky defensively in places. Um, Gerard said on the match after RTV, he thinks it's much more like us in terms of how it looked, both in and out of possession. Uh, I am a lot more happy today. You can see we are trying to what we're trying to do out of possession quite clearly. We are really well organised at times. Okay, we're still trying to fine-tune that. Uh, we are still obviously waiting to get our full squad back and settled. So we'll get better in that department. But I thought we showed a lot of quality today. Uh, Ali, your thoughts on the game, mate? Obviously, me, Jamie did uh, me, Jamie and Alfie did the, the club reaction on Sunday after the game. So what was your thoughts on the match? I thought, I thought Rangers played really well, to be honest. Some of the football's back to how Rangers should be playing, to be honest. And Kamara's a big difference. See, see Kamara, Davis, Aribo, the, the, just the three of them combine all the time. Um, it changes Rangers sometimes, the way they move the ball. But I thought Rangers were really good. I mean, for, I mean, I said earlier on, 4-2 makes it sound a closer game, but it really wasn't. It, we should have been out of sight, gave a stupid goal away. The penalty was unfortunate, to be honest, in terms of what Bassi put his hand up. But... Yeah, I thought Rangers were really good, controlled the whole game. I mean, that the goal for Aribo was, as soon as Joe Aribo gets onto that left foot, he scored goals at that quite a few times. But when you look at it actually from behind, the way he curls it around that boy, it's what a goal that was. I mean, that's that's got to be goal of the month anyway, in terms of in, in the Premiership. But no, I thought they were really good, Rangers. And yeah, we, we needed that, to be honest, Rangers. They need to get up to some sort of momentum. Ryan Kent, a lot of people may... Had a wee go up. I thought. I thought he was decent enough. He wasn't. He wasn't involved all the time. But I thought. I, I thought he was all right. But for me, um, Kamara and Aribo were the were the two for me that are, are huge for Rangers going forward. They really are, especially Kamara in that middle of the park. Some of the touches he can do in his movements, outstanding. So it's uh, um, yeah. I was really impressed with Rangers at the weekend. Same. Um... As I say, that comment is correct. Um, Jory Boscoff was absolutely unbelievable. Every time I've watched it, it's getting better. I'm like, oh, I mean, two keepers aren't saving that. Never mind no. one. Do you know what I mean? It's 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 unreachable. Jamie, your your further thoughts on the match, mate? Anything changed from what we were speaking about on Sunday? Um, in the main, it was a, a positive performance. We obviously covered it in detail. Thankfully, I've not got to read it, Calfy. <laughs> this time he's, he's he's away elsewhere. I think he's out of walk at the moment, so we'll get peace. But um, I we, we obviously we enjoyed the game in, in the main. Um, four four excellent goals, of course. Aribos was the pick of the bunch, and he was kind of pick of the bunch for me in particular. Um, I agree. I think that midfield three is is very very strong, um, <clears throat> and it will be interesting. It's it's 
it's good to have Kamara back because, as we said, he he is he makes such a, a difference to that middle of the park. Um, on and off the ball, he's just a, a joy to watch. Uh, he just brings something completely different uh, to, to that midfield, and he's just he's just so important. Um, a couple of lapses in, in concentration again defensively. We, we touched on those, so um, hopefully. Hopefully, um, that's something we continue to work on and, and weed out of our game. Because otherwise, Gerard, as you said at the end of the game, came out and he mentioned being more clinical. Um, you're, you're right, Ali. It was you know four two, but arguably um, it was going on six or seven. Yeah, I, I think it was. I think we were we were well in control of, of the match, and I, I'll stand by that the scoreline flowers Ross County. The only thing I'll disagree with myself on is that I gave man of the match to Kamara. Now, Kamara played good, but Alfredo Morelos was man of the match. Jamie picked Adibo, that's why I didn't go for Adibo, but Morelos was superb. See that, I've watched it back. Some mm. of his movement and his dropping deep and his passes, his link-up play was absolutely brilliant. I mean, he's like that. He's kind of he's hard, hard to play against. I don't know how how defenders are really going to cope with him when he's in the mood and he smile for when he scored the goal. Uh, his goal, his finish is actually better than it looks. Do you know what I mean? Like, it is yeah. better than it looks. Whether it's scuffed or not, it's, it's, it's where the keeper can't get see, to it. So. See, that, see that third goal? Me and Scotia watching the pub and see when he hit that, I was like, oh, for Christ's sake, I'll fix it. I thought he'd scuffed it <laughs> and I turned away and I was like, God. And then all I heard, all I seen it was going to goal and I was like, what the hell happened there? But yeah, it was... Uh, Aye, it was it was one of the moments where I thought he made an arse it, but he didn't. Whether he meant it, he didn't mean it. I don't really care. It went to back of the net. So I saw it matters, mate, isn't it? There's, he yeah. managed to score, and he was absolutely delighted. And as I say, even the the Scott Arfield goal, the fourth goal as well, it's a great goal. It really is. Yeah. It's the, the way it was worked. The way Lundstrom won won his ball and um, won his battle, uh, got us on his way and continued to push forward. Um, I really impressive. Some of the, the link up play and the attacking play was was really really great. Um, so after the match or before the match, we had heard that uh, Nathan Patterson had a bid put in for him from Everton for five million. Um, Martin Ramsey asked him after the match what his thoughts were about it, and Gerard laughed pretty much. Ali, um, <laughs> he's not he's worth more than five million. Uh, let's let's be certain about that. That the the future the boy has is uh, the world's oyster. It absolutely is. So what I want to ask you is obviously the 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 bid's a bit of a joke. It's a bit of a lowball um, <laughs> bid. But are we looking at the wrong players to potentially move on? Like we keep looking at Morelos. We keep looking at Kamara potentially. Somebody like Parson could be the business that Rangers need, not need, but to balance the books, if you like, everybody kind of speaks about. 15 million for Parson, surely the club have got to have a wee think about that. I think, well, everyone's got a price at Rangers, doesn't matter who it is, but 5 million, I mean, what Hibs were looking for, around about 3, 4 million for the boy Doig at left back, who's a good player, but Parson's a lot better, I think, but. Five million to a Premiership teams. I mean, come on, let's let's talk serious if you want them. Yeah. But Parson might look at that, and I don't think he will because Parsons he's he's Rangers through and through. Parson, I think he wants to play for Rangers. He wants to nail that right back slot down as his own, and he can go on maybe when he's twenty two, twenty three to maybe move from Rangers. But he might look at that Parson and go, well, if it is true, the bid, if it is true, he might have a look at that and go, well. There's somebody having a go at me in the Premiership. Why? Why can't? Why won't I get a game? And yeah, that's it. Might go if somebody gives a stupid bid, like I say, it could be any player. They'd have to seriously think about it, Rangers. But he's not going past. And no chance. I, I think. And I, I mean, Tav will play most of the games this season. But if, if we want, if we're going to be in Europe and cup competitions, I still think Parson will get twenty games this season anyway. So. I, I think that that's good enough for him, and then maybe next year he could nail that right back slot down. Yeah, Jamie, five million. You're having a laugh, eh? As as Ali says, everybody's got, got their price, but I, uh, I mean, we've, we've spoke, I guess, about the. We've not obviously had a big sale in quite some time, um, so clubs obviously will chance their arm and they will come in and, and test the water. Um, but yeah, I think we're going to need a wee bit more than that. Maybe, I mean, if you want to give us five million for, for Barker. Yes. For that. 
I'll give him a carry cool bag to Liverpool myself if they want to give us five million is, pounds. See, see just on a wee site. Where is Brandon Barker, by the way? Because he's not, he's, not, he's not in the squad for Thursday, is he? No. no. So where is he? No. no, he's not. No, he's not. You got yeah, him in your he's... cupboard, can't they? No. <laughs> no, he's not even welcome in my house, mate, even in my <laughs> cupboard. Um, no, I, I don't know where he is, uh, to be honest. Uh, I've got no idea. He's not even put out on loan yet because I think Jake no. Hastie went out on loan, didn't he? He went. Party this way. Did you see that? Um, they usually do like a kind of quiz or a something on RTV, and one of the questions Brandon, Brandon Barker was asked was about a Ranger song that sung. Yeah, it was. Um, fill in the words. I and he said every Friday. Yeah. From that moment on, mate, I went, nope, not a chance. <laughs> you you <laughs> yeah. don't deserve to be here. Uh, honestly, what a ridiculous thing to say. No, I don't know where he is, uh, but he's not included. Uh, wait to see him come on on Sunday and score a hat-trick or something against that lot. Uh, no, I very much doubt that. I think he's he's finished. They must be working on a way to, to ship him out. But yeah, I mean, £5 million for Parson, no. You're not even close. You're no. not even slightly close enough with that because no. the potential of the boy is literally unreal. He's the most promising player I've seen Rangers have in years, absolutely years. Um, back to Barry Ferguson, Alan Hutton, back to players like that. He is uh, he's a true talent, that boy. So I hope he stays. I hope he builds himself a career. He's got a, he's, boy, he's still 19, 19, 20, isn't he? Yeah. So yeah. I mean he's I mean he's got all the time in the world. Do you know what I mean? Stay here and take over Tav's space for a wee bit and then go down and get your big move. I think eventually he will leave. I don't think we're going to manage to keep a hold of Nathan Patterson uh, forever. Uh, I know there's no guarantees that he's going to become the player that we all think he will be, but I think he's got the he's got every right to to do it, especially under this management team as well. So, yeah, but I just thought I'd bring that up because, no, <laughs> not even close enough. So, we'll move on to uh, the SPFL's incompetence. Um, I seem like we speak about that quite a lot, to be honest. Uh, the club released a statement regarding the SPL, SPFL and since row that Rangers are having with the club. Obviously, Rangers have refused to use the branding anywhere in the stadium and anyway, anywhere on the shirts. Um yeah, with the 23rd of August, Chris Jack released an article via the Glasgow Evening Times that was headed, Rangers accused SPFL of antagonistic approach as Douglas Park clinches court win in the Centro. So this is obviously the SPFL have got into a wee bit of a row with Rangers regarding the, the Sense sponsorship that they've managed to, we were meant to believe that they've spectacularly got the, this greatest deal in the world for um, Scottish football. It was £8 million. Rangers went to them and said, this conflicts with our some of our deals that we have in regards to some of the sponsorship deals we have. The SPFL have decided to ignore it and push it through anyway. Um, the SPFL then reacted to Rangers and Douglas Park took them to court. So Rangers have won the ruling. Um, and then obviously they released a statement on the, the end of that. They said today's court ruling once again underlines ongoing concerns regarding the corporate governance or the leadership of the SPFL. These concerns are shared by many of the SPFL member clubs. We have complied with the SPFL's own rules. Today's court hearing was one that could easily have been avoided if those responsible had adopted a more consensual and less confrontational approach. So this is again egg on face, pie on face, mud on face, again from the SPFL and uh, Neil Doncaster. Ali, what's it going to take for the entire club, every single club within the SPFL, the Scottish football, to gather together and say, you're not representing our our country's football the way that you should be? I don't know. There's some clubs that are slowly coming round to recognising how unfit they are um, for the Scottish game at the moment. I mean, I mean that sense deal. I mean, Douglas Park has basically just went into their the rules, basically pinpointed a rule and went there. You go, conflict mm-hmm. of interest in terms of Parks Motor Group. So he's completely right. It might it's, it's going to cause when we unfurl the flag against Motherwell in a few weeks' time, we'll probably need to make our own flag because they'll have one with, with Cinch on. I imagine so. We'll need to have our own flag. We could put Parks Motor Group all over it or something. <laughs> um, that would really wind them up, in it? But yes. <laughs> nothing shocks me with this mob, to be honest. And they didn't even get since. They hired a, they outsourced a company to do it for them and paid them, what, 
100 grand over hundred grand over five years, so five mm-hmm. five hundred grand. They could have probably actually hired some hired somebody just to do that role for them. And you look at teams like was it Tottenham? I think I know they're obviously it's Tottenham, but making way more than eight million just for one season with Cinch. And Cinch, I've never heard of Cinch before, and they, they are a big company, part of um, is it BSM or something, a motor group company. But you see them all over. Um, Every every time I put Sky Sports and all that on, I, I see them on the billboards all the time now. Since I hear them on the radio and all the time, and yeah, we're getting an absolute pittance from them. But aye, doesn't surprise me. But will the other clubs join force for Rangers? I really don't know. As I say, there's a few coming round to it now. Aberdeen are one of them that I would say are coming round to it, a couple of others. But will they all join forces? I don't know. I really don't know. But, but I mean, they're, they're, it's clear they're not fit for purpose, Jamie. <laughs> Tottenham got ten million for a sleeve on the shirt for this, and the, we get eight million between the uh, the whole of Scottish football. Look, I know, I know, Tottenham are in the, the English Premiership, and the money is crazy down there. But surely the disparity is not that much. Yeah, it's just it's just undersold, isn't it? Um, the full thing just is a bit of a mess, uh, unfortunately. And we're obviously looking to. Stand aground here. There's there's a clear conflict, as we've said. We're looking to to protect our own existing agreements. Um, I really don't. I really don't know what's how this is going to get resolved. Really, um, but we're obviously just protecting their own commercials as a business here. So, um, I it's going to be an interesting few weeks, as you see, and then I the flag will be flag. They'll be interesting. <laughs> I don't know what the flag will be. Um, probably one with Jimmy Bell's face on it, maybe. Uh, but the obviously there's been Ladbrokes before. Rangers have been thirty-two red. Now, from what I've read into this and from the kind of research that I've done on this in past, when this has happened, both sponsorships have met and worked out a deal between them and how both can continue is basically sponsor the same league sponsored team so there's no conflict or anything like that um, which is again as you would expect businesses and sponsorships to do it's all about making money at the end of the day but that this hasn't happened and the SPFL have decided to ignore Rangers and Rangers have went well it's in your rules that this should be happening and you're not doing it so I mean I'm all for Douglas Park when he does this kind of stuff to the SPFL because they are not fit for purpose. They are incompetent. Um, Don, I seen Doncaster took something like three hundred and nineteen thousand pound home last year. What? I mean, are you kidding on? Like that's that's just ridiculous amount of salary for what this guy's doing as a as a job. He is he's just absolutely selling us down the water, and he really doesn't care as long as he's getting his paycheck. So. Yeah, I think it's time for the clubs to gather together and work out a way of getting these fools out of representing our our game up here because they're not doing it any justice whatsoever. Uh, but yeah, Rangers keep that kind of stuff up because I'm all for it. So move on, lads, to the, um, the last bit we're going to speak about tonight, and it's the preview of the second leg of Europa League, uh, the playoff round. Uh, so obviously we take on Alice Kurt in the second leg tomorrow night. It's... One now lead we're taking in over there. Kickoff is 4pm UK time and it's on BBC Scotland. When the hell was the last time that happened that a Rangers <laughs> game was on BBC Scotland? But obviously, uh, Jamie, I'll come back to you. The COVID cases now are a bit... Um, kind of put a spanner in the works slightly, but as we, we said at the start of the show, there's still a strong enough squad out there that should be able to deal with Alice Kerr. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm really looking forward to, to seeing us. Um, obviously, feeling the worst uh, when that that statement first came out, it was obviously very very vague. Um, we didn't know how it was going to be, how the squad was going to be impacted. So, as you say, looking at the squad, I think we've got more than enough. Um, I think having and I'll be interested to see how you feel, but I suppose we walked away um, last week. A bit disappointed in, in the fact that it was only a one 0 lead that we had, but I'm I'm co- pretty confident going into the going into the game, even with um, a slightly deplete, depleted squad. So um, I am really looking forward to it, um, and here's here's hoping for a, a very positive result and making sure that everybody comes back unscathed. Yes, I think that's the most important thing coming up, especially now that the the COVID outbreak is no no silly injuries, no daft 
don't take any risk because we don't need to take any risk. Basically, it's what I think I'm, what I'm trying to say is but we just have to get get the game done with, get everybody back safely and get ourselves prepped for Sunday. It's hard as a fan, Ali, not to really put all your focus on to Sunday because of the kind of team that we're playing tomorrow night. And it is no disrespect to Alice Kerr. They are terrible. They are not a good... as kind of disrespectful, but they are not a good team at all. Rangers should be coping with it. Uh, I think last Thursday was a bit of a blip. It was a bit of a car crash from Rangers, to be honest. But as I was saying, it's hard as a fan, mate, not to put all your focus on onto the old firm. We've still got a game to win tomorrow night. It's hard. I mean, you could argue tomorrow night's the bigger game in terms of finances mm-hmm. for Rangers going forward. It's worth a lot of money. Even going into Europa League, if we... God for saying did lose tomorrow night, you would, you would drop into the, the Conference League. I don't know what the money's like in that, but I don't expect that at all tomorrow night. I I expect Rangers to win convincingly tomorrow night. I think it'll be the conditions will be hard in terms of the heat, 37, 38 degrees out there. The pitch will be dry, bobbly, no doubt. Don't know what that team will do. Will they sit in again? Will they have a go at us? They really offered nothing. I think they drew 0-0 at the weekend. Mm-hmm. I was Monday, so, Monday, I think it was Monday night. Was not yeah, so they really they they don't fear me at all. Alex Kerr and the team we've set out sent out there is good enough to do the business. I mean, Gerard's probably looking ideally if we could go a couple of goals up early doors, and then you could maybe make a few substitutions. I.e., bring the younger lads on, keep your Jory, Boja, Kamara's, Justy Davis's the, the important guys for for Sunday coming up. So it's probably what he's looking for, but. That's what we all said in the first leg and it didn't, it didn't go to plan. So you never know. I just want to win. I want to get out of there. Like Jamie says, the most important thing is to come away with no injuries because we cannot afford injuries tomorrow night, especially with the the, the squad thin, thin as it is with, with COVID. But yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. It's a bit of a mad time, four o'clock. I remember we had the, the UFA game number that was a three o'clock before. And we had Russia. Three o'clock, yeah. Was that was in your old flat. Yeah. I remember that. That was in your old. Remember our TV Rangers that went TV down. Rangers TV crashed. Tight crashed. <laughs> <laughs> We're not missing first goal. Yeah. Uh, well, see if, if the conditions are anything like they are in this room right now, it's going to be tough because I'm sitting down and I'm in roasting, yeah, man. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's going to be quite tough. Tough conditions. Professional football players, though. I mean, they should really, they should really be dealing with this. As I said, they are. That team offered nothing. They really did offer nothing. They are not a good footballing team. If you haven't seen, as I mentioned, if you haven't seen the pictures of their um, facilities and in inverted commas, <laughs> go and look at them. Honestly, it is embarrassing. Absolutely embarrassing. Um, so I'm not going to ask you for a start in 11. We'll try and pretty much pick one combined here um, from what we know who is there. So McCrory, Parson, Goldson, Balligan. I'd go Balligan. Hollander or Balligan, Jamie? Hollander. Okay. Uh, Barisic, Davis, Kamara, Arfield. Yep. Hadji, Morelos, and... Aribo. Oh, Aribo. Oh, aye, it will need to be Aribo. Yeah, that'll be the team, won't it? Any differences in that? Yeah. I think, I think that's all you've no. really got to choose from looking at that. You could maybe bring Stephen Kelly in, but I, I don't think so. I think he'll play that that team that you said. The only one that I said was Balgan and Hollander, but I don't think he'll play Hollander if you're saying that pitches as dodgy as it is. So I would keep Balgan. Good point. Yeah, good point. Yeah, because we want Hollander fit for Sunday. Also, Atten yeah. is yeah. there as well. As I say, I'm just looking at the team again. Atten's there as yeah. well, but I don't see him playing over Morelos. I think if we get in a comfortable position, he'll probably take Morelos off. Yeah. Yeah, I could, I could see him, definitely see him playing uh, Arfield. Mm-hmm. I think he will. I mean, he might play Kelly, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see, actually. I'm looking forward to seeing, uh, seeing his play. Obviously, it's a bit disappointing that it's not the full squad. But, yeah, it'll be interesting to see the the team and how we respond from it. As I say, the, the press conference, I've repeated this again, the press conference is due at 7pm um, on Wednesday evening. So, hopefully, we get some confirmation of who's affected and who isn't and who's got a knock and whatever else from that. But uh, Right, score predictions, Ali? I'm confident. I think Rangers will get an early goal, which will make that mob have to come out, which will open the game. So I think we'll win it 3-0. Jamie? (laughs) 
One nil. Oh God, Jamie! <laughs> God, I'll take it anyway. But... <laughs> <laughs> I, thought I, was all, I thought I was always the sort of pessimistic one in terms of going for the, the score lines. Jamie's taking that one over nil, now. Alfredo. One nil, I'll, Alfredo. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it as well, to be honest. I'll take if they get an early goal and just play it around the back for the rest of the match, I'd be happy enough for that. Don't don't waste too much energy. I'll go. I'll go in between you both. I'll go two nil. Um, I'll go. I think we'll. <laughs> I think it'll be over in the first half. I think we'll be two 0 up by half time, and then yeah. the second half will be a a kind of kickabout, really, <laughs> in a very very hot country. Uh, but yeah, as I say, kick off is tomorrow, four pm UK time, and it is on BBC Scotland. So if you're at work or whatever, you'll probably be able to get a wee sneaky link to it on the computer or something, or on your phone, you'll be able to watch it. No bother at all. So that will do us tonight, gentlemen. Um, I'll let you go somewhere to cool down because. Fucking warm, man. Um, Jamie, thanks very much, mate. You're welcome. Thank you. Speak to you soon. Ali, thanks very much, mate. No problem. It was good. A couple of guys came in in the live chat. There were a couple of questions as well. So that was quite good too. So no, looking forward to tomorrow night and I, I will uh, speak to you then. Yeah, I'll speak to you tomorrow. I think all four of us will probably be back, I think, tomorrow. Yeah. Um, I think Scotia is available tomorrow. So I think all four of us will be back after the Alash Kirk game. As I say, keep an eye on our socials for we use a lot of watching this live. As soon as anything comes out about um the club, we will try and obviously retweet it. That we don't have any inside knowledge, obviously, but we'll we'll retweet it and whatever else to try and get it out there to confirmation of who's affected by COVID and who's a knock or whatever else. But yeah, this was our first live show on um YouTube. So I didn't really advertise it because we were just kind of testing it out. But thank you to everybody that's left comments and got involved. Please leave comments and give us Give us your feedback on it, what you would like to see us do more of as well. It's this is all for yous basically to watch, but I do appreciate everybody getting getting involved and it's probably something we'll look into doing again in the future. So shameless plug from me, please like the video, subscribe to our YouTube channel, share anywhere that you can, um, give us a wee five-star rating on Apple Podcast, leave a comment. Really does help support us and really does uh, help us get us out to as many bears as possible. We're closing in on like 500 subscribers on YouTube, which honestly to me is mind-blowing that the fact that that many people want to continuously come back to listen to us but it means a lot uh, and we're working keep doing it and we're looking to doing different things coming up now that the world's kind of coming back to normal um possibly do live shows maybe um we're, we're looking into all sorts of all sorts of options but yeah that'll do us and say we'll be back tomorrow night after the Irish Kirk game just go out Rangers get the job done uh, and take it easy for the rest of the match and come back fresh <laughs> and fit so until we speak to you tomorrow we are club at 22 to the Champions Podcast. Uh, enjoy the rest of your night and we'll speak to you all tomorrow. Cheers. <laughs>